0: Welcome to War Games. We will get you ready for your next sales opportunity.
1: Are you looking to win the sales battle? You have joined the right team. Here on the War Games Group, we take the strategies and mindsets from the most successful salespeople and share it with you. With our help, you won't have to fail your way to the top. When it comes to crossing the minefield of sales, step in the footprints of those that crossed before you. Prepare yourself for boot camp and beyond. It's time for War Games to begin. Shall we play a game? War Gamers, welcome. It's Wednesday. We're live. Um, I'm excited today. I'm bringing on Debbie Bettendorf. But what I want to do first is to make sure we promote her the right way is I have a video. What is the odds of that? So I'm gonna go ahead and play a video of a book signing that she did so you guys can get to know a peek behind the curtain before she actually comes up to talk with us. So let's go ahead and play a video.
2: has very unique passages in it that's handwritten from myself, like a note that would be from me to you that I hope when people read it, they just don't hurry and turn to the next page, but they let it simmer a minute And really feel it and think why did she write that being confident isn't just waking up saying I'm gonna own the day and I it's also about knowing who you are figuring out who you are and being okay with it you know finding it finding your fabulous is finding it each page that I have written is to touch someone deeply so that they can take what I've given them, and then they in turn give that kindness and love and encouragement to someone else.
1: Sorry, you thought you'd come back to Debbie, but you didn't, you came back with me. But no, I'm gonna go ahead and bring Debbie back up on the screen. Debbie, welcome to War Games Wednesday. So for those of you that are saying there's no one on the screen, you're right. It's because she's wearing camouflage today. I am blending. Game. Look at she's done it. We've got we've got our our crew jumping in saying hello and welcome. Come through. Let's see any of the group members. <laughs> I love you Charles Coachman. So, yeah, we're not sending anybody over to the Ukraine today, but uh we'll leave that for someone else. So guys, what I want to do is I want to welcome Debbie. Thank you so much, mm-hmm. Debbie. I was lucky enough to watch a show that Debbie did with our mutual wargamer friend, Ken Walls, who's also a veteran of wargames. So um, he has trained before. Debbie came on. Debbie is the uh, find your fabulous is you being a personal stylist for individuals. And now you're out impacting, well, for six years now, you've been impacting people on their way up, the college students, the people that are out there that are saying, hey, no one's teaching me. Let's be real. We've all seen college students. Okay. (laughs) It's, it's all about, you know, the, the function, not actually (laughs) the, what does it actually say about me? And so when I look at that, I say wow there's there's a benefit and there's there's a reason when I saw you speaking I said I need Debbie on here because a lot of times we don't know how to build the right reputation for ourselves we don't know how to present ourselves in the right way and the unique approach that you have compared to everybody else is it's it's not slap lipstick on a pig and say <laughs> this, this is now fancy
2: right, right. you
1: work right. more inside out right so that it can come through. So give us a little bit of Debbie in a nutshell besides oh, what Joe right. just rambled off.
2: I so. love it. I, everything you said is right on. You, you pegged me right when you saw me speaking on uh, Ken's show. Um, let me start by saying thank you for having me on. I'm so grateful to Mindy Dreyer who introduced me to Ken, who now Ken introduced me to you. So a little shout out there. But you know, it was interesting when I first started my Find Your Fabulous business, I, I wanted to dress people and make them feel really good in what they were wearing and confident in what they're wearing. So, but we all know um, clothes are great, but it really isn't just about the clothes. The clothes are an accessory to what you have on the inside. And even in my book, I say, and you know, some people may not like this, but, you know, you can dress up a turd, but it's still going to stink. So you got to figure out who you are, love yourself, own it. And then when you dress up, you'll feel confident in your own style. But as I worked with people and I, I have had the opportunity to work with college students and I've worked with you know all ages from very, very young, 13 years old to 90 years old. So I've learned a lot from my clients But I I feel good to say that I know I've made an impact on their lives, too. It turns into when you're working with appearances and people are trying clothes on for you, like maybe out of their own closet where I'm saying this still works, this doesn't. Maybe we can put this with this and let's put this away for a second. It's not working for you any longer. Um, It's pretty personal and people can feel a certain kind of way. So I'm just always very careful and and making sure that my delivery is right. I like to have a ton of fun with my clients when I'm when I'm with them. And I think they can also say we laugh a lot and we make it kind of like easy breezy. But, but the reality of it is I am telling them sometimes that this isn't working for you. And we all can't wear everything, right? We want to fit our own style to our body. So that's kind of what it's almost like a therapy se- session it turns into. Because we'll start to, I'll say, well, that looks, why don't you feel good in that? And then you're like, oh, you know what? They're not confident in that for whatever the reason may be. And then they can delve in a little bit deeper on the psychological part of it. Um, so, you know, that's kind of how my business has been done for the last seven years. Um, but it's also turned into a lot of other things. I also have a marketing business. It's called Schultz-Bettendorf Corporation, where I co. You know, companies will hire me to just do some marketing jobs for them here and there. But I've still been able to do find your fabulous on the side, which is my heart and my I love to work with people like on an intimate level in that way, personal, um, and help them feel fabulous and find out if you're not feeling fabulous, how can we get you there?
1: That's amazing. And I and I will tell you that so one of my dear friends, his name's Art Lewin, he was on war games before as a guest trainer but he's like the number one best spoke tailor in the los angeles area and he's just won all these awards for the Mm -hmm. suits and all of the nba players and the celebrities go to him to get the suits right and so but he says the same thing you know they walk in and as you're dressing somebody up it becomes more of a psychological session as it you sit really there is. and I'm like, OK, so Debbie comes over to your house to say, "Could okay, let's keep, grab your stuff out of the closet. Next thing you know, they're laying on the couch.
2: Yeah. And they're and telling like, you about well, their childhood. Is, <laughs> it's and, you know, we all do it like it's even though I'm the one who they've hired to come in and help them. I think we all can say that we've gone to our closet before and been like, oh, my gosh, you know, I have nothing to wear. And you have like 300 things staring at you to wear or, you know, it may be, you know, you may not be feeling your best. You may have gained some weight and then you put on an outfit and it doesn't look as good as it did. And it kind of like weighs on you. But, you know, my my book is more about how you can get to a place where you give yourself some grace and also love yourself so that if you have five or 10 extra pounds, whatever, you know, that's a little bit more in your control and you can just exercise more and eat. I just did a post about that the other day because I've also gained some weight that I don't really love, but you know, it, I can exercise more and eat better. Um, I'm able, so that's in my control. And, you know, some of these things that I'm saying to you right now, you know, you can kind of go into a client, and talk about your own situation, and you kind of have that. And of course, I, you know, I never repeat what anybody tells me because I, I'm so honored that they um, feel comfortable. I enough think with- this
1: comment came in just at the right time. Oh, I who laugh. Is okay, Kimberly, you gotta love Kimberly, period. But yeah, she comes, calls herself a self described. <laughs> oh, it.
2: Kimberly! So awesome. Uh,
1: but no, and I was gonna say it's funny because. Kimberly dresses to the nines, like there's mm-hmm. nobody's business. Every time she goes online, I mean, look at her profile picture.
2: Yeah, that's gorgeous. Right, she's got You're the right earrings,
1: all this stuff. Yeah, she's there. Um, but yeah. when I look at that, right? But for example, somebody like that, not necessarily do we all understand what to put together. So mm-hmm. my my background is, you know, Joe's Joe was everywhere, did everything a little bit, right? My name should be Jack. It's a jack of <laughs> all trades.
2: Yeah, jack of all trades. So,
1: um. <laughs> but like for me, I went and got the color wheel done. So yeah. I know that I'm a summer and I yeah. should be picking clothes a certain mm-hmm. way versus, mm-hmm. you know, other things. And so I, when I look at it, I'm like, okay, well this makes sense. And mm-hmm. then like my bride will come down the stairs in the morning. i will be like, no, no, that shade, that do, no, doesn't work back. Right. And she, she always laughs. She's like, yeah. well, okay. She's and um, but what I always say to people is what, what I learned from my wife was she always told our kids, you have to leave the house looking like your parents are still alive.
2: <laughs> yeah, that's good. Okay? advice. That's and good so, advice for kids. It really and, is. And I'm
1: like, don't okay. walk out of this house looking yeah. like you're homeless,
2: um, right, yeah, and coming right.
1: through. But. Yeah. I do love that. And to Let's go about, through real, so. real quick
2: though, your friend who does the the tailoring, um, yeah. one of the big things I find when I work with clients is a lot of times they have really cool and nice things that that look good. They just need to then I'll say this is a gorgeous outfit on you just have to go get it tailored. You know, you have to get it, go to a seamstress and get this to fit you better, because if the fit isn't on point, then it's a no, no. Um, so a lot of times they know exactly what they like and what their style is. It just needs to fit their body better. So that's always a number one thing for me is to help and them. And round
1: is a shape. So if you want to get in shape,
2: <laughs> yeah, it
1: still works. There, I beat you, Ron Siegel, before you threw that one up that's there. That's funny. So, um, and then Olga threw up there that, the, she's a certified image consultant.
2: Oh, wow. Good. Right?
1: So that sounds very official. I think I'm going to yeah. just call myself one too. Yeah. Right, she, I don't know. I don't know. Is there a certificate I have to go get, Olga, or is it? But not? I enjoy oh. it
2: for myself. I have natural abilities to see. Oh, mess it. I but yeah, it. oh yeah. So, yes, yeah. You know, we all get lazy from time to time. Just listen. I I always tell my clients too. I'm not coming in here acting like you have to have pumps on every day and and walk around with something that's uncomfortable. You know, I love to see what other people's style are because some people do have a more comfortable. Um, you know, in a hobo chic, maybe style. I love that. Let's just get it to fit your body, to accentuate your figure. And we're off to the races. I love it.
1: Yeah. So everybody understands, Debbie's already given me permission to interrupt her.
2: I love it. Right? Yeah, I like and that. So that's
1: right. why when that's you guys you. are going, just let her talk. She has a PowerPoint to go over, but we're going to yes. advance this. And yeah. go back and forth and stuff like that. And Ron does know me because I've done his radio show several Joe times. Joe has his
2: pumps on every day. Yeah. Underneath the table right now, he's got yeah. a nice pair of nude pumps on. I'm sure.
1: Absolutely, absolutely. And nice I, girls, Kimberly, I like Kimberly, I love you. You know that. So.
2: <laughs> yeah, so. men's clothing because it makes her feel skinny.
1: <laughs> That's what <laughs> she said. She said, or less fat doesn't matter. Yeah, whatever,
2: right? whatever
1: so works. Ron went to his real estate wanted to get clothes right? The tent department has his size. So oh, REI wow. is going to help him. But, and, and the, the clothes last forever because if it's a tent, yeah, it's, it's, it's designed weather. for weather. So <laughs> this you is great. Whatever
2: you but, want. Yeah.
1: So one of the things that I'm going to jump back in, because one of the guys, this is one of these topics that you look and go, Joe would have no comment whatsoever. And then earlier I, 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 I pinged Debbie and I'm like, I'm already ready for you. Wow. I've got stuff that That's I want to talk about. And so, Debbie, I'll throw out the personal experience that I had and why I think this is so important. And why would I say, Debbie, come here. You need to talk about it. Um, You have the slideshow that's about sales. But I believe Mm -hmm. okay, in sales, I have to look the part and I have to feel the part. Okay. And so when I look at that, just, um, I was listening to Patrick, Bedavid's book, right. Your next five moves, which is phenomenal. And in it, he was talking about Zig Ziglar and the selling of the, the cookware and the stuff like that. And I was listening to him say it and he goes, and the guy has to, he has to convince the salesperson to go and buy the cookware. And once he did, the guy could then sell it. Right. Because he, He didn't feel like he was taking advantage of it. He saw the value that was there. Mm -hmm. I'm going to say that I believe most people place more value on their clothes than they do on the person inside of them. Right? And I'm I'm just saying, is that, is that, I'm, I'm just,
2: yes, you get it. You definitely get it. You know, that's, that's my, my whole thing of the, the whole reason I wrote the book. And, it, you know, science shows that if you wear certain things and you feel good in it, you feel better. But it, there's also something that can be said that it's not about the clothes. It's about what you have on the inside, how you learn to identify with yourself. And as far as, you know, what you have inside, be OK with who you are, like I said in my promo video. You know, um, and and be okay with our little things that we may not love about ourselves all the time, but as a human being with your soul and your heart and who you are, love who you are, be okay and confident with who you are, and then the beautiful clothes are just an accessory, and wow, then you really shine. I mean, you really shine.
1: Yeah, that'll be crank it up to 11. Yeah. Crank it um, So when I I will tell you, so uh, a dear friend of mine, Bob Donnell, he had an event that he put together, which was like a next level experience thing. So we all paid, met at one location, have no idea what we're doing for the entire day. Okay. It's all based on what Bob has put together. What he wants to do with you. Right. And so we had all of these things where we had the image consultant, uh, a dear friend of mine. She, uh, Lauren comes in and she's talking about all the stuff. Now I dress the part, right, with the the dress shirt, with all the stuff. And it was like, okay, I got slacks, dress shirt, don't know where we're going. But <laughs> I'm like, I have to dress more than the other one. Um, and then all of a sudden we, we got there and she's commenting on all these things. And I'm like, yeah, yeah. And she said something where she was like, um, the style more is untuck the dress shirt and to do this right Mm -hmm. so then i immediately do it the next event we go to is we're down in front of man's chinese theater now we were up in a conference room in the wells fargo building on like the 50th floor when we're sitting there where i'm tucked in and i feel great then we go down there and i'm walking around and i i don't know what's wrong but bob and everybody comes up because my personality is pretty large and so he was like, you need to walk out, greet three people and find a way to stay connected with them and learn these things, these things That's from them.
2: Fun. Right? I love and that. So,
1: and I was like, oh my goodness. Welcome, Brian. Hey, Brian. Another, VIP, another VIP. I'm going to go ahead and flip this and say, Debbie, switch with me
2: so okay, you can be bigger. It. There Dude, you go. Here I am.
1: Yeah. And so, but then I realized I'm out there talking to people and I'm not engaging. I'm not doing these things. And I was just like, okay. And then Bob walked up and's like, what's going on? I figured you'd have this thing done in no time. Right. And he's like, you'd be out there talking to everybody and blah, blah. And I was like, I'm like, yeah, I don't get it. And then Lauren came up to me and she said, honey, do you want to tuck your shirt back in? <laughs> And I was like, I so do. I so do. And you told me that this is the style and what was it. But I wasn't ready at that time yeah, for that style or that look. To have dress pants with an untucked dress shirt, I was yeah. like, I don't get it. Yeah. But as soon as I stepped away and tucked my shirt back in, mm-hmm. it was like I gave myself the permission. I call it the Superman cape, right? Because mm-hmm. once you put the cape on, you're like, oh, now I can go fly. yeah. Okay. And so that's where I looked and I was like, oh, and so to uh-huh. me, I'm like, I want Debbie coming in yeah. and showing everybody how to put the cape on, yeah, but put guess the cape what? On. you're already Superman inside.
2: That's right. You really are. You got to dig deep and find it um, because this is the thing. Okay. So one of my big deals with when I meet with people, I don't want everyone dressing like me. When I go meet with a client, I'm not trying to force them into a style or a look That I love, I do an assessment of what they currently have, and I can get a really good idea of what they're drawn to. And then, and I love
1: Brian and Steve Jobs kind of look that he always puts together.
2: I love that. I love you're so funny. I do, I do love people with their own style, and I learn from that. And let me just say this too I thought about this. I had met with the marketing girl from Ohio University for lunch the other day. And she had said to me, because I'm going to do an enrichment program for the school about clothes, but not really about clothes, about what's on the inside. She told me a story about, there was a lady, she was at a really, really nice restaurant and a lady came in and she was a bigger, taller, just a bigger boned woman. And she had on like this cat suit and everyone was kind of staring at her. And this lady said, I couldn't stop looking at her not because she was wearing a cat suit but but how confident she was in that in that cat suit. And she said, "You know, I would never wear that." But I was like, "Man, I want to be like her." And so my whole thing is when I meet with clients, it's about owning your own style and being confident in it. And even though you may not like someone's style, you can certainly appreciate that confidence and that self-assurance that people have. And it's not being, you know, there's no ego involved and it's not being conceited. That is not what confidence is. Confidence is just being okay with wearing what you like. And, you know, and, you know, it sounds funny that I'm saying that as a, as a, you know, stylist, but it isn't as long as it fits you right. And you feel good about it. I'm all about it. So, you know, your story about not being ready to untuck your shirt yet. It didn't feel right to you that in that moment, that wasn't your style. You weren't feeling relaxed enough to pull the shirt on done and walk around. You wanted to meet people, you know, with your shirt tucked in. So right. isn't that, that funny? That was my
1: comfort zone, right? That was my comfort
2: zone yeah. and how funny it is about image and what we think and how it the psychology of it really plays a larger role than what people think
1: absolutely today it's like i avoid any chance to tuck in a shirt yes yes i've evolved, evolved to the point where it's you're okay crying. to your shirt Are you
2: with this here he's like i don't have a black shirt on i'm listening to this chick talk about psychology
0: is- oh. hey look joe will tell you i wear a vest most times when i present and the reason why is it's my bulletproof vest and it's my look so like if I put on my camera, yeah, like if you ever see me speaking an event, 99% mm-hmm. of the time I'll have on a vest unless I get surprised and asked to speak because oh. it's my thing. And the reason why is I get credit for being dressed up. And then if I if it's warm or anything, I can just roll up my sleeves. I oh. still get mm-hmm. credit for dressing up and I can mimic <laughs> my audience at the same time. So if they're yeah. all on polos, just roll up my sleeves.
2: <laughs> you good. You Hey, that's some nice forethought right there, Brian. I like it. That's Brian awesome. gets mad I like if the I the wear my V-neck
0: trousers.
2: Oh, oh gosh. Th- you are not. I just want to see if that she can handle that one. Brian's heard it, it
0: enough. Me. Yeah. So, <laughs> Kimberly is rolling her eyes right now. I could
2: feel it. Yeah. That, it's the, the big honest. eye roll, I'm sure. Jen's you
0: know crack is a fashion statement, so.
2: Yes, <laughs> I-, I believe you.
0: Exactly. So, okay. So, let's
1: talk about this one. Because you and I had talked a little bit beforehand, which was that, like, The dress for the job that you want, not the job you have, right? That's one of the things we've been told and heard this for a long Mm -hmm. time. And so um, you go out and you help the college kids, right? Even the junior college kids that are going to have to go get a job later that have never been taught this
2: hmm. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah. So that's huge. Right. Because they want to. And I'm always interactive. Like I told you, Joe and Brian, I want you to interrupt me all day long because I will you. And I like this conversation going back and forth like this. I love it. But I encourage the students to do that, too. You know, this lady comes in me. Right. Like, are you trying to tell me what to wear? Come on, whatever. And I always just say, listen, I'm not telling you what to wear. I'm just encouraging you and giving you some information that could help you. When you have interviews, um, there's a lot of people who are applying for these jobs. You need to go in serious. You need to dress the part. And it's not just about dressing to impress as much as it is showing respect in my mind. It's like, don't roll up in holy jeans. Hey, I love holy jeans. I wear them myself, but I would not wear those in some of my different style choices.
1: Those are for if church, I'm right?
2: Do, I wouldn't, look like, you know, why am I wasting my time with this girl? Like, what, you know, she's not even dressed appropriately. Like, why is she here? You're wasting my time. So I explained that to them. And, the, and it's true that we've gone a long way from. Um, because style is, you know, anybody's style is fine. You know, if you look around, it's kind of cool because you can see, you know, flare leg jeans, holy jeans, crop jeans, you know, none of it's like out of style. So, um, we, we like that, but when it it comes to me going in and instructing to college students about getting a job, it's more about being a little bit more conservative and just the respect issue and finding out who your who is your, who's your market? Like, what's your market? Like, what is this company and dress accordingly, go in there to get that job. Don't go in there and waste their time. So what yeah. are your
0: thoughts on like, so Joe used to always post about sock game, right? So people who'd yeah. wear suits yeah. their way of having personality was either cufflinks or yeah. socks.
2: Yeah. So that and smarter? that's, I, I actually really, I enjoy that. I love the fun socks and I, I know now a lot of guys are wearing, um, you know, the really shorter, slender leg pants that have like... I'm not
1: ready for that. Yeah.
2: (laughs) Yeah. And it's okay, right? It's totally fine. (laughs) But what I always suggest to this younger crowd that I'm around all the time, I I haven't since 2020, but when I'm around them, um, I just always say, I like it. And once you get your job and you know what the dress code is, if they're fine with it, then wear your style, you know, wear that. It's great. But I just always suggest to... Just to be a little bit more cautious and go in a little bit more conservative, just wear your typical, you know, nice socks (laughs) that aren't showing, you know, the nice break in the hem at the bottom, a good polished shoe, that kind of thing for guys, Um, you know, just err on the side of uh, conservative. Then, you know, I've had some classes that are going into more of an artsy field, which, you know, kind of like your own personal style is encouraged. So that's why I say, please understand the industry in which you are applying and you are interviewing for. Some things are more accepted depending on your industry than others. And I had a really good interview, not me interviewing, but I was interviewing, I I did a chamber of commerce thing and we have a corporation here called Kenworth Trucking. It's a big pretty big deal and their CEO told me we will not if you come in with tattoos showing and you you know we also check your social media before and you come in with inappropriate clothes and earrings and um we won't hire you and he, so i started adding slides to my presentation about if you really want this job and i've had students bounce in and say well you're trying to take away my um the way I present myself.
1: Individuality.
2: But yes. Those kinds of things I've heard it all. And I'm like, I'm not, I'm not at all. I'm just simply saying, if you really want that job, then sometimes you have to sacrifice. Listen, they own the company. You don't, you are wanting to be an employee at this company. So it's in once again, a matter of respect, cover it. You know, we're not saying you have to have your tattoos removed. And when you're in your free time, wear what you want and show them that I just, you know, it's a matter of, and I'm fine with all that stuff. I, I mean, I, I just, I don't believe in judging people for what they wear and how they, you know, I do personal style. I do. Um, I'm I,
1: judging. I'm judging. I don't believe you. I'm judging you. like there's no tomorrow.
2: I don't believe it, but I, I don't, um, I love to help people you know, part of my logo is transform into the, a better version of yourself, meaning like inside and out. So, you know, I want them to love what they're wearing and it be their own style, just fit their body appropriately and, um, you know, go from there. But yeah, is back to what you said, the tattoos, the, you know, wearing different types of clothes. I've had students come at me about that and I love the banter. I love it when they do that because then I'm just like, well, just be Don't prepared to not get, get the job. <laughs> it's okay. You do. You do you. Yeah. You go in there and you you wear what you want and all like that. And then just be prepared to not get the job. So...
0: I always what think it's tell? crazy that people will buy off the shelf, right? They think it's either off the shelf or custom made. They have no idea that you can tailor clothes too. Like, yes, no, if I buy an off the shelf shirt, I take yep. it. It's like 15, 20 bucks yes. to tailor it to my It's body.
2: amazing. I love that you say that.
0: Yeah. Oh, that I was, do that
2: all the yeah. time. I yeah. have a, a, my gal that does. Oh man, she moved to she moved to Cincinnati, and I I had to have a dress. Um, I call it restructured because I wanted it to look like something else than what I bought and fit to my body. And I drove two hours, six different times to have that. It's worth it because you take an off the shelf outfit and you have it tailored to your body and you look like a million bucks because it just, you know, Mm -hmm. it's huge to have. And people
1: are going to judge. Look at Ron, Ron threw out there. Went mm-hmm. to executive suites to see about renting an office. The receptionist had purple hair, purple tattoos, hair. and weird piercings. We don't <laughs> even go there, Brian. Yeah. Right? We never, we never mm-hmm. even took a tour, right? Yeah. Because again, it's what's mm-hmm. representing your company. Yeah. Now, I'm going to tell you that person working at Hot Topic doesn't fake me. We're right?
2: right in there, yeah.
1: Right? And again, yes, that's matching clientele. Thought, yes,
2: hundred percent. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I, I had one, one person I hired. One day I hired her on like a Friday to start on Monday when she came in on Monday, her hair was purple and it was like, and now I got uh, everybody running up going, why'd you hire a purple haired person? <laughs> right. And I was like, chill, we're in a call center. No yeah. one's going to hear." Right. But that wasn't my internal feel. I was like, what are you doing? Yeah. What are you trying to talk about? Right. And yeah. I said, that's going to total. So I had to go have a conversation. Guess what?
2: Yeah, that's, purple that's ain't, difficult ain't gonna thing be too.
1: company representative yeah. and if you have to go down to meet a client then yeah. you're representing us and they're mm-hmm. not going to take us serious
2: it's funny you said that too i've been hired by companies to come in so i get to tell them instead yeah. of the because it it really like once again i said in the front of this um, conversation when you work with appearances with people. It's so personal and it can be so hurtful, you know, and so they don't want to have a tense working relationship to have to go say the purple hair needs to go, you know, although it's fair. You own the company, you have a brand and, a you know, a, an image for your company. So you don't want that. Um, and I 100% agree. I, I don't want that either. But to tell them that it can cause some tension, so, I've been hired by some companies to come in and do a presentation. And I do the slides of this is what this company sh- you should be wearing. This is, and I do about the hair color, the piercings, the even perfume, like calm yeah. down on the cologne and the, you know, a little yes. bit long way. You know, it do you, goes. Do
1: you find if you start the meeting like I do, which is what the hell were you thinking? <laughs> no. Does that go the right way or the wrong yeah. way? Yes. Yeah, I'm not. Gonna Kimberly's holding ice. me accountable here. Can we see the slides? Yes, she wants. Yeah, now she wants to see. Hey, your and this is with the thing, This
2: yeah. is the sad thing. I knew. I was. I look. I dressed for it. Look, I've got my Kimberly. <laughs> you see what I got going on? The camo because it's war games, and my oldest sister is actually in the army. So thank her for her service. And yes,
1: my, I thank her. For when it. I saw
2: this, um, you know, his video for what his show is, and Debbie's a guest trainer, and it was like, no, no, I'm like. Joe, this is intense. Like this is like war games. I got to get ready. So I do a lot of things with marketing, advertising, and selling. We, I just thought that's the appropriate slides. That's appropriate presentation to do here. So I didn't bring or use any of the, the, you know, the image consulting. So, it's not going to be that fun for you, Kimberly. I literally, do you want me to go and throw this on? We'll get through it quickly so we can yeah, talk.
1: Let's go for it. Ron wanted to point out I'm never oh, intense. Yeah.
2: So, Kimberly, this is just about selling. Let's see if I can get this to come up. <laughs> Share slides. Okay. War games presentation.
1: Boom. Now, let, let me see? click add to stream. Okay. Yeah, there you she is. So I'm Looking war. At... It's war
2: game time. So I'm calling this basic training with Find Your Fabulous. So I had to wear something that, that made sense. Um, so it's an overview of sales. And here's what I want to say I am not like coming in here trying to say, I'm going to give a presentation on how you should sell. I, I can learn so much. From you, Joe, you, Brian, and the people who in Kimberly. Um, but I wanna just do a really quick little slideshow about what works for me. And it's so, so it's basic training, get it? Get <laughs> basic it. training. Okay, for war games, it's basic training. So it's on selling and it's just super quick. Um, so, like the book that I have written, Believing in Yourself Why Does This Matter? Okay believing in yourself to sell something, you need to be sure of yourself. You have to educate yourself on the product or service you're selling, makes sense. Just like even when I tell my clients, if you're gonna go interview for a company, you need to know the company, up all around. Who are they? What are they doing? Know it. Well, just like anything that I sell, I need to make sure I understand what I'm selling. Super easy, I know. These are like my golden rules of selling be confident much easier said than done but if you really know your product or your service that you're selling being confident is going to be a little bit easier for you and we can even throw in there being confident by feeling good in what you're wearing you know dress appropriately make sure your shoes feel good make sure gals when we have pumps on and we're walking across the floor they don't flip off the back of our foot and we're like unstable you know just i always say Take your outfit for a stroll before you wear it out anywhere. You know, make sure everything fits appropriately. Encourage conversation and questions about the product or service with your potential client or, um, you know, customer. Why is that important? Because so many times I feel like we just want to do all the talking about, well, you should get this because blah, 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 blah. You know, stop a minute and encourage, you know, conversation about what are you thinking? Like, how are you feeling about this? What? whatever. You can learn a lot if you just stop for a second and encourage that in questions. So believing in your product or service. This is so huge for me because I just simply won't sell something. I'm good at selling because the only time I'll ever sell anything is if I'm passionate about it and I believe in it. So is this a product or service that you can stand behind? Do you believe in it? And people buy passion. Passion sells, you know, it really does, and you can't be passionate about something if you do, if you really don't think it's that great. Like no one's saying a word. target are right
1: here with you. Yeah, Ryan already shooting. raised his desk up and down. He's just right. making Some me feel too. bad that get, I don't get, have a, get a power Get in there, card. get
2: in there, Joe. Okay, yeah. so target shooting, aka target market. Nice. I know it's just it just it goes like this all so day. So much fun. Oh, yes. So identify who could really benefit from your product or service. You know, who could, who could benefit from what you have going on, you know, and why? Why? Well, think it through, you know, it's very easy. It sounds easy, but you know what, you guys, I really feel like the basics, there's so many like, clear, you got to listen, you got to, you know, all of these different rules nowadays. And it's almost like, gosh, can we just get back to the basics? Can we just Remember, you know, uh, the, just the basic humanity of selling something and believing in it, being, a, you know, kind to one another, asking questions, really hearing them. Um, contact, And then when you do, like, contact them face to face when possible. That's my favorite way because they can feel that passion. They see that passion. You can, you know, give them visuals, old school stuff, you know, that we used to do. Social media is great. I've had a lot of contact through social media platforms email and that's a whole other emailing. How do you get the emails? I mean, that's a whole other show. Um, and mailers of course, but you know, a lot of times those go directly in the trash, but I'm going to just keep on moving right along. Um, sealing the deal. Nice. Um, <laughs> that's yeah. great. So, um, this right here is my favorite one because any client you can, I don't care. You can call any of my clients and ask them, was she honest to you? Was she honest with you? Does she have integrity? And my biggest thing is I am sometimes honest to a fault because sometimes I know they may not like this answer, Um, but I don't care. I'm giving it to them straight because I want them to know that whatever I say to them, they can believe it. So be honest, have integrity, even if you know that it might not be what the customer client wants to hear. I always say to listen intently to understand their needs and give them feedback. And then, of course, ask questions. What are their expectations? Because sometimes you might think you know, and then they express it. And then you're like, oh, oh, I got to write that down. Um, And then, you know, what do they hear you saying versus what you are saying? Um, And when they repeat it back to you, what I'll say, what do you, okay, this is this. And this is how I want to hear what you think you're getting from this. Um, I cannot see, um, uh, so, uh, Make what,
1: sure we're on the same
0: page. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Make sure. And I'm, I am on the same page. I just can't see what I'm on my own page. No, That's what it
0: says at the bottom.
2: Yes. <laughs> make sure we're on the same page. Right. <laughs> I know. I know. I was just making a joke. We,
1: we are on the it's same our, page talking about the same, we're page. On the yes. same yeah. page,
2: but you know, um, after that, the conversation back and forth, then you, you can't just assume that they heard you correctly. Make sure you're on the same page.
0: Hey, going okay. back to that, when you're yeah. on, sorry for just one second, yeah. oh, I, I was it. on a different webinar with you and yeah. you were giving people feedback. And I actually messaged you separately and said, are you taking notes when people are talking? Cause I was so impressed mm-hmm. that when somebody said something, what you parroted back
2: is nice. exactly
0: you. what they said. It wasn't about you just interrupting to say something, you bring up their name, bring up exactly what they were asking about and then gave them feedback. It was awesome. Yeah,
2: yeah thank uh, you. And I do take notes um, and I do listen intently to people and I love to meet people and I love to learn. Like right now, it, it's me going through things that everyone already knows, but maybe sometimes we just need to hear it again. Um, and I want to learn from you guys. Like I 100% am not saying I'm the best salesperson in the world, but I know that my clients are happy. They're repeat clients. In fact, thank you for saying that, Brian. Let me Mm -hmm. say thank you again, because now I'm rattling off. Um, When I first started, I had one of my clients is the city school district. And we do, through our venue, we do advertising on jumbotrons and um, athletic centers and all that. But when I very first got hired about five years ago, it was just on a one-year contract. And um, they had asked me to have our clients sign a three-year deal for their advertising. And I just wasn't comfortable with that because we were just starting this. It, it wasn't any, but I mean, it was an idea, okay? It wasn't something we were discussing. It wasn't like they were trying to make me do something. That's not what I'm trying to say. It was an idea that it was three. And I said, you know, I would like the opportunity to work with clients, get them to sign on for advertising and, and let them do it just for one year. And my reason is I want to do such a good job And they get what they're paying for, plus do a little extra, that they want to come back and sign another year. And they're like, all right. So I've still been doing that. So for five years, I've only lost one client. And it wasn't because she was upset. It was just she was going to use her marketing dollars in another school district. So And she still does things with us, but not the big package. So I was excited about that because I said to my clients, I am only going to sign you on for one year, but I hope and what I'll do is I won't sign anybody else on in that spot because on the Jumbotron, we only have room for six spots. Um, The big ads. okay? so I said, um, I'll come back to you, give you first opportunity to sign again. If you want it, I won't entertain putting anyone else in your spot. They've all come back. the, The six largest sponsors. So that makes me understand, hey, you know what? They believe me. They trust me. They also want to, you know, it's 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 what it's a win-win. The, the school district benefits from their marketing dollars, and also I am never I never feel like oh well you should do this. It can be a tax write-up. No, you know what I think. I'm so grateful that you use your marketing dollars in our district. Like you could use your marketing dr- dollars on commercials or whatever else, and you use it for us. Like I am so grateful. So that's amazing. So I always um, try in the next slide is thank you for your service. I always try to plug my clients, my local clients, either on social media platforms or if I'm interviewed by a local podcast here in town, I always talk about them because they deserve it. And I do like extra stuff. I'm going to show you it first. Thank you for your service. Get it once again. Um, sh- mm hmm. Show gratitude to your client and give them solid contact information. So if they should have questions, that's one thing that I also think is huge. If my client calls me, I, sometimes I miss calls. I mean, I'm not going to not gonna make it sound like I'm a perfect person, but man, I call them back. And if they have an issue or they need me to do something, I'm on it. And it's a time in a timely manner. In fact, I want it done yesterday because I want them to be taken well. Well, care of Um, content. I always say contact them after the deal to say thank you. Um, I do shout outs on social media platforms and things like that and ask them again if they have any questions, you know, be accessible. Let them know. I give them my personal information. Call me. No, if you have an issue and you need to call me, call me. I want to know what's going on. I had this the other day at the football field, a static sign fell and the client could see it from the you know, there's no one in the football field. So I didn't know. And he said, Hey, it's down. Well, I have a really great working relationship with all signs here in our local town. I'm like, listen, we've, we, you know, this is down. I don't, she's like, I'll take care of it. In the meantime, the custodian from the school runs over there. Cause I told him what was going on and fixes it. So we're all like such a good team and we appreciate, each, appreciate one another. Um, and I love that team, you know, we, that we all appreciate one another because we really are trying to do the best that we can. And then the client was super happy. I talked to him later and he's like, gosh, I can't believe it's already up. And I'm like, oh yeah, we were on it. Um, and then always, I always say, do more than you say you're going to do minimally always do what you say you're going to do. But my, my motto too, is just do little extra stuff. That's not like huge, but just you know, little things that show your appreciation because I know, and I don't take for granted that they can go other places and get, and use their marketing dollars to advertise. So then like, this is something I did. If you see the, um, metal to the right, that's just one of them. We have, um, an athletic center in town that the city school district, um, has, but it it was in disarray and it needed repaired. And it's right at the half of a million dollars during covid that i was able to find uh naming right sponsors i decided hey you know let's get and they want it to be an all-access indoor sports facility so our athletes can also train all year long making them more um competitive with maybe southern states and things like that and um we've opened it so all of our county schools can also rent space in there. So their athletes can also train. But when we did this grand opening, um, I just made little medals <laughs> for all of my naming rights sponsors. And then we, we, I, you know, addressed them. And then I, I called them up individually and put a medal, you know, and, you know, played the, you know, like Olympic music, because, hey, you know, it's an athletic facility. And I just thought that's cute. They loved it. They appreciated it. it. You know, it costs nothing to do these little tiny extra things. But I love to do that. It makes me feel good. But I think then they also appreciate it. Mm-hmm. So just when I wanted to give in a little example, this is the most recent thing. That was the very end of November. That Where we- do you
1: find really large scissors? Very
2: large scissors came from the chamber of commerce. They are so good to us too. Like they, they were right there. They, you know, the community came together. We had roast coffee come and give coffee to everybody. It was, it was a good day. I was really pleased the way it all turned out. So that's That's that
1: two days of lunch money, Ron. You need
2: some lunch money. And then the last page is just, this is my book. You can find me on Amazon. And of course, local, Um, bookstores, um, hooked me up. They all have it, but it is on Amazon and I love it. It's my personality. Everywhere
1: you look, there is a link. Yeah. So on every post that this went out to, there is a link that says, here's where you can click and go find it. So you don't have to go find your fabulous
2: Yeah. At least right? you, if you want there. to find your fabulous, you don't want to also have to try to find the book, right?
1: Right. You don't want to find the Find Your Fabulous because <laughs> exactly. that's a double find.
2: Exactly. You
1: go the wrong way. Yeah. So, but mm-hmm. um, another thing too for Debbie, if you guys do want to reach out to her. So, um, like all of us, she's everywhere on social media, like the rest of us. So, mm-hmm. um, she is on the Find Your Fabulous on Instagram. This, what I put up here is the Facebook page that she has. So feel free to pop over to that and say that you would like to go into that one. Um, And you can click like, like the page, interact with her, get more information. I recommend you get the book Mm
2: -hmm. that's up
1: here. She also on the screen, put the QR code. So if anyone's got a computer in front of them, pull out your phone, just click the camera and open it. Unless you have an Android. I feel bad for you because you have green bubbles on text message oh so, I,
2: no i have an android
1: do you so i should be <laughs> talking slower is that what you're saying <laughs> oh
2: my That's gosh Jenna's giving right crap about it i know <laughs> all my friends hate it they're like why do you have to be like that you yes. screw up the whole group texting i'm like i'm sorry mm-hmm.
1: right yeah, yeah it's true yeah, yeah. It's I funny send
0: videos they come in like this big and all great and they're all
1: choppy and nasty. that is
2: true yes. i don't like that you're right brian you're right
0: Yeah. And
1: you're over there trying to send GIF images and it's like (laughs) it doesn't work. It's just like, here's an image of something. And you're like, what is that? Yeah. Yeah, I don't know what it is.
2: I'm always like, can you send it to me on Messenger so I can actually see it? And they're like, oh, you're so high maintenance. Right.
1: Exactly. And you changed the color of all of our text messages.
2: Yes. It's like, quit messing it up. (laughs)
1: Yes. yes. I I tell my clients, I say, if you immediately text the client, right? So if you text your client. And you get the green bubbles. They can't afford to buy it anyway, so just move on. <laughs> just move on. Oh my gosh! Tell me <laughs> so, um, so one of the things, Kimberly, I'm going to throw up here too on this one. So let's see. Let's let's kick this down. Here's go. one of the things that I was laughing about when Kimberly said that when she was like, "Hey, show us that." This is literally what I had built in a dress code manual. Yeah. For a company that I was working with. And it was like, okay, you will look professional. We're a multi-million dollar company and we will portray that image. But I had to write that because the people coming in, and then I had to go oh. over here and say, by the way, this is the unacceptable jeans yeah. versus this, the, the jeans don't. that we're allowed to wear. Right. Yeah. And it's like during yeah. the summer, you're like, oh, we can go ahead and wear jeans. And then it always ends up over here. Right, it always ends up on the bad stuff, and you're like, What? Wait, who? What? Right, but I I had to go into it and actually list it all out and say, Here's what's acceptable for men, here's what's acceptable for women. But But you you,
2: that's amazing that you did that, though. I mean, I'm I'm anal
1: retentive.
0: Yes. Yeah.
2: I mean, they, there's no, there's no one calling one another or texting with Android on the group text asking right. them what to wear. Cause they got right. this memo from you. Well, yeah.
0: They can't and see the visuals of what's allowed.
2: Right. Right.
0: <laughs> there's So here in Dallas, there's the, uh, something called the Dallas Margarita ball. And it's the largest invite only black tie event in the U S oh. and they actually had to go back to making it true, either dark suit or, uh, like black dark suit, something like that. And very formal dresses because what started happening is everybody wanted to have their individual personality. And then it started, the dress code just started to go downhill. Oh yeah. And so they used COVID as a reset to say, it's a black tie event. You need to come in a dark suit or a tuxedo. If you want to be flamboyant, go do that anywhere, but that's not what this charity event is about. Mm -hmm. And they've enforced it this year and people loved it.
2: Yeah, Yeah. I love that too. And you know what? A lot of times people just want to know and have guidance and if you give that to them, they're usually okay with what green bubbles are the worst. Tyler, Tyler, uh, so. everybody tells me to drink the Kool-Aid. That's what all the girls say. They're like, dang, dang. I'm like, no, I don't like Kool-Aid. I don't
1: like yeah, it. it's, it's sad. I
2: know. I'm sorry. I disappoint.
1: So excellent. So I want to say thank you because you came in, you dropped the knowledge. You got everybody talking. I'm sure I'm going to have one of these alerts a moderation alert in the group. Cause they're going to be like, there's too many comments on one post. So like, <laughs> Yes. Cause we were all talking and being interactive. Yeah. So this one is rare. Men look like men, women look like women. <laughs> yeah. Yes. It's
2: yeah. That was, it was fun. I enjoy it. I just, um, I so appreciate you having me on. I really do. I hope you understand that. And I, I do want to make sure that I'm attending these and listening and learning. From, I'm just, I feel super blessed to have been meeting all these great people who are like minded, except for the Android and, um, you know, sales and marketing and advertising. And also, it was impressive to me, Joe, when you're talking about your own situation about clothes and the way it made you feel and the psyche of it all. So, yeah. Yeah. See,
1: She has notes, Brian. I saw her write that stuff
2: down earlier. I
0: can't remember what I was on. Was it on Ken's or something else? But everybody, yeah, Yeah. everybody, he's here in Dallas, so I'm trying to see if I can go meet with him while he's here.
2: Good. I'll give Craig
1: does a hug from me, too, then because I know Craig's there. Yep, he's got uh Glenn is there, and you've got uh, who is it? Ladder Guy, aren't we there? Yeah, Um, only because. I have to leave in two weeks to go to Las Vegas for two more for two consecutive weeks. So the whole Brian and Brian and I always laugh and go, are we ever gonna be in the same part of the country?
2: (laughs) Right. right. At the same same time time when
1: we're there. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Awesome. Well, I'm thank you so much. I know you need to send post on what's acceptable after sixty three years old. I'm still trying to figure this out. Charles. Charles.
1: Charles said he's a six foot tall teletubby and he needs to find a tailor.
2: Yeah, Taylor, all day long. I'm telling you, it makes the absolute hugest difference in such a good way. Um, yeah, just you can get a hold of me. I'll help you out.
1: <laughs> He's in San Francisco. We'll find you one okay. on Google. So, yeah. um, so again, let let's go back and say it's really important that inside you feel worthy, mm-hmm.
2: and that That's will help you,
1: you to represent everything you put on outside. Yes. Okay. And when it comes to the outside stuff, I found this word, these the this term, which I was like, ooh, it sounds so smart. And with the thing on my wall, I should use it. Right. But it says enclothed cognition. The term enclothed cognition is used to describe the effect that our clothes have on our various psychological processes, mm-hmm. like emotions, self-evaluations, attitude, and your interpersonal interactions. Yeah. I was like, Yep, that's what happened to me. Right. But remember so, how
2: people were feeling during all zoom calls or nothing during 2020. And you started reading about people feeling like, Oh gosh, I don't feel good. And I'm depressed. And I'm, and it's not just not going places. It's just really not getting ready either to, you know right. what I mean? Just mm-hmm. self-care in general. It's a huge thing. So yeah, make- I,
1: I had a, a business meeting with prospective people to create a network. And one of the things I was doing, and they joined and never turned on their camera. And so I looked at my partner and I said,
2: yeah, they had fuzzy Tell, tell on. me,
1: tell me why they felt they can come on a business discussion and not have their camera on. Yeah. So that means we failed yeah. to set the prerequisite of doing it. Brian and I are on another zoom call thing on Tuesday where there's 50 people on the screen and there's 10 of us that have cameras on and mm-hmm. everybody else has their camera off. And I, I understand there's times where you just don't feel it and you right. don't want to be seen. And and I get that. But again, most people, even in a Zoom platform, when they take off their camera, don't have a good picture of themselves sitting there. So <laughs> yeah. mine, mine is a professional professional That's headshot. Yeah. Ryan's is him speaking on stage. So, you know, we get comments of well, at least if I got to stare at something, it looks like something. There yeah, are these
2: little
0: skills. Head. Yes, yes. Mm -hmm. I need to change that one. That reminds me. Yeah. I have no idea what mine looks like. You
2: know, I said, I told Joe, I got up last night, horrible sore throat. I have a fever right now. I've, I'm like, why is this happening? Like I've looked so forward to this show. There was no way (laughs) I was missing this show. And there's also no way I wouldn't have my camera on. had to work really hard.
1: (laughs) And I'm going to tell you, as far as communication wise, she messaged today and she said, Oh, I'm still coming.
2: I started it out. Right, with she that.
1: started with the end, yeah. so yeah. it was yeah. easier. And then yeah. she said, "But I've been up since this time." With oh them. my
2: gosh, and, so like and blah blah blah.
1: But no, Debbie, thank you so much, Brian. It's always great to see you since we see were, were playing tag good. earlier and going through. So we've actually communicated. So, That's right. but Debbie, appreciate everything you came and dropped off for us. Everybody, go get the book.
2: Thank you, guys. Okay? I mean, I and love it. So,
1: that's it, Tyler. Tyler's referencing yesterday now. <laughs> yeah. My Zoom, claim the frame. I just really want to put up too. Tyler. Look at the house behind her. Look at the decorations mm-hmm. with the oh. Mr. Miyagi tree in the back. Oh
2: the yeah, football. it's the, the tree of life. Don't you just? Yes. I'm wrong way. Tree of yeah. life. I love that. Yeah. Yep. Yeah.
1: But no. So everybody, I say, look right there on the screen. Deb finds your fabulous. Find it. Okay. Find you can it. go find it. Get your butt over to Amazon. Get yeah. the book. Work on the inside to the outside mm-hmm. and watch how much better life gets. Yeah. As we go through. Thank so, you so
2: much. You guys thank are you very much.
1: And everybody else, what am I gonna say to you guys? Right? Just what go out mean? and sell something.
2: Yeah. Okay.
1: And look better doing it. Come
2: on. There you go.
1: <laughs> Thanks, everybody.